in chrome. Grab me a cold beer and sit on my tailgate. Got the pen handle state on my license plate. Pack up everything and hit 75. Head straight down to Texas where the party is live. Got my boots on tight and my bubble strap. Since shirt smelling good, now I'm sliding out. Pants crease, now I'm hopping out my dually truck. Rodeo with Craig Jackson, man, that boy is tough. Calf rope and Pony Express riding bulls and stuff. And you know me, I'm sitting clean with Jack in my cup. I'm from Oklahoma. Hey guys, just a heads up. If you're listening to this podcast, you are missing out on all our visual eye candy that could enhance the episode to new levels. If you're able, head over to our YouTube at youtube.com slash epically trife. Also this week, I have a new video segment in the middle of the podcast for YouTube viewers only. So you're not going to want to miss that either. If you do find yourself at our YouTube page, there's a button that says subscribe on it. Do us all a favor, hit that button, please. Also, I want to give a huge Tim McKenney shout out to Avenue Skate Shop in Tahlequah, Oklahoma for being the first shop in the state of Oklahoma to carry Talkin' Schmidt at their skate shop. Super hyped on that, guys. Thanks so much. Your box is on its way. Um, If you're interested in getting some stuff out there, you're a skate shop or you're just a single person wanting to put a shirt on or a beanie or whatever, hit us up on the Instagram, email, whatever. We got plenty of ways to contact us. It's all at TalkingSchmidt.com. So thank you. And here we go. My disability is my superpower. I like to think of my life as a blessing. Sure, I was smaller than everyone else, but my difference is what made me unique. I was a happy kid raised by a single immigrant mother, and she was always super supportive of what I did. She used to tell me, Pancho, being different isn't a bad thing. It's a gift. It wasn't until sixth grade I realized people's perception of me was a far cry of how I saw myself. I found myself alone, which at the time felt heartbreaking. But during that darkness, I found my voice. Skateboarding, skateboarding, skateboarding. It gave me discipline, focus, and I regained my confidence. It's all I wanted to do, it was my first passion. My mom didn't mind because she saw how much joy it brought to me and that's all she cared about was me being happy. As long as I got good grades, I could always skate. I breathed, lived, and dreamt it. It was so much fun. And it became all about progression for me. I was unstoppable.
This is the first professional skateboard photo I ever got. It was taken by a good friend of mine named Lance Dawes. Soon after that, I became the first little person professional skateboarder in the entire world. I was having the time of my life, traveling, skating, partying. I had a bunch of professional skate models, got a lot of pictures in the magazines. I got the cover of Big Brother magazine. It was amazing. But no one tells you it might not last forever, especially when it comes to extreme sports. Sometimes you have to learn that for yourself the hard way. When you lose your voice, it's hard to imagine that you're ever going to find it again. I will never skateboard again, and <laughs> that's a fact. But one door closes and another one opens. Acting found me. My first job was the John Mellencamp music video, Walk Tall. It was a great way to start this new chapter of my life because the story was so moving, powerful, and relatable. And during that shoot, I realized how difficult acting could be. It required a sense of vulnerability I didn't need in skateboarding. If I wanted acting to be my next career, I needed to take the same approach as I did with skateboarding. Discipline, a lot of practice, and dedication. After studying a few different techniques, I found the world-renowned Actors Studio, and they helped me rediscover my voice, along with parts of it I didn't know I had. After studying for five years with Martin Landau, I became a lifetime member of the Actors Studio. It wasn't until later that I found out that I was the first little person to hold this status. I was so proud. I never imagined as a kid I'd be part of the same group as Marlon Brandau, Paul Newman, Robert De Niro, and Al Pacino. But show business is hard to break into, especially for people with disabilities. Are all angels small? I don't know. I think um, each is different in their own way. I have been fortunate enough to establish relationships with people who believe in me and create characters that are memorable, challenging, and have a lot of depth. No, 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 I, I, I'm horrible. He thought he was horrible, too. I thought he was beautiful in some weird kind of way, though. My size is not the focus, but it makes the stories I tell more powerful. But now, it's time to do things my way. Now I'm starting a whole new chapter of my life. During this pandemic and my recovery, I've had lots of time to reflect. You know that our stories are rarely written from our perspective by us. But now, it's time to show the world who we really are and how we want to be seen. Now, I've had many firsts, but I'm not done yet. Just getting in the car at the Whole Foods in Potrero Hill of San Francisco. I'm Schmitty. This is Talkin' Schmidt. Today on the show, we got my good friends Blight and Sasalam, Poncho Moeller and fucking Tim McKenney. This is the first time I've had uh, two guys at the same time on the Zoom. Let's see what happens. It's cool, like tonight is the night. Here we go again. Just give it the old cars turn. Right? All big dogs in. Schmitty! 
96 times, Schmitty. Thanks, Schmitty. We on? Schmitty. Talking Schmidt. That's called going to the hospital, bitch. I can shit my pants, man. Your Rolodex is fucking deep. It's about the one. The one. The one. Who is this guy? thinks he's tough shit. What's up? We're tastemakers. Come on, Schmitty. What the fuck? Let's hear it for Greg Smith. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We got, oh, no audio. I can't hear you again. Are you kidding me? Hey, you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I'm using my kid, my kid's piss. I'm taking his uh, his uh, Fortnite headphones, dude. What? I got away, we're matching. We kind of got something similar. I got the, the nerd thing here, but hey, it sounds good. Sound better? Yeah, I'm trying to, f- oh, here we go. There we go. Can you see? Are we both on the screen now? I, you've been on my screen. Oh, but uh, I've always seen you on my screen. I, I got the little face, and you got the big face on mine. Okay, right now I got both. Oh shit, we got Poncho. You ready? That's sick, dude. How about that? Oh, I just put Visine in my eyes. It killed. Me. I probably look like a zombie right now, but they'll mellow out. <sighs> All right, uh, we got we got a little special guest right now that's going to come in. Big surprise for all of y'all. Here he comes, the one, the only. Monsanto! <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, come on. God, <laughs> you're sexy, man. God damn it. Poncho, turn on the little thing down at the bottom, down there in the corner. Hello? Can you hear us? Sasala. Sasala. (laughs) Holy shit. How are you guys doing, man? Good. How are you? How was that back surgery? Uh, it was I'm healing up slowly, you know. Um the reason you see all this garbage back here is because uh we're in the process of moving. So I had to like help my wife like pack everything, all the little stuff and have it all in boxes. Because I wouldn't be able to help much when we move. Uh, so we have everything kind of boxed and ready to go. McKenny will come down for fucking hundred bucks an hour, no problem. Hundred bucks cat? an hour. <laughs> yeah. hey, you got a cat, Poncho? It looks like you got a cat maybe or no? What's this over in the corner here? Oh yeah, I have three cats and three dogs. Yeah, I love it. Right on. Animal people, I love it. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Timmy? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's been tough. This uh, Corona V has been pretty tough, but I'm back to work. Uh, kids got his play. We just did a we just did a pod yesterday. I want this to be about you, dude. You know, I, I kind of just want to shut up and sit to the side and listen to two bros talk like we used to, bro. It, it means I can't believe we can do this right now. You know what I mean? I know. So, I know. So sick. You look really skinny, man. You look good. Well, in the sense that I've been, been skating, skating I've been skating fucking nonstop for the last two and a half years, bro. I've been, uh, I mean, I work and skate. That's all I do. So, and, and I fish. So it's not like I'm a uh, sitting oh, around. You, you're still fishing, huh? I just I got my life. It was a big part of your life. It was great. Well, I quit for a second for the last two years. That's all I've been doing is skating. And I just got my license again yesterday to tell you the truth. So I went out the first time in two years yesterday, pretty much. Did Schmitty go with you? No. no, but he's always welcome. You guys are always welcome. You know, you've been fishing with me, no? Have you been with yeah. me? Yeah, so you know. I retired after I caught the sturgeon. McKenny sponsored by White Claw. Hey, yeah, you oh, know yeah? what? The, the millennials got me on those. I don't know if you know them, Poncho. I don't know if you drink, but uh, 
different kinds of champagne buzz instead of the beer buzz. They're pretty nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. No, I, I, I stopped smoking weed like six years ago, and I stopped drinking two years ago. Well, that's probably why you're getting ahead now, dude. You know what I mean? You're, I, I'm proud of you, dude. I'm really proud of to hear that you're Rob Zombie's sidekick and he actually listens to little Poncho's ideas. That was so <laughs> sick to hear that in the pod, dude. I love it. Yeah, that. that's really good, huh? I'm his sidekick. <laughs> well, in the sense that he's listening to your ideas. Like, it was something about uh, speaking Spanish, the serial killer speaking Spanish. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, probably no, made it, no. that, it was probably so raw, dog. I could just tell it. <laughs> I could see it now where he's all, whoa, bro. No, no, Tim, what was funny about that was uh, he, uh, he, he just kind of like, I just met him and he, he, when you audition, you kind of know all your dialogue already. And when I met him, when I was going to my fitting and he was like, this is the outfit we're going to have you wearing and stuff. He was looking over my resume. He's like, hmm. He's like, it says here that you could speak Spanish, like as one of your like talents or whatever. And I was like, yeah, it's actually my first language. He's like, how about when we do this, uh, after we do this fitting, we're going to do a sound check and like, you know, a lighting test. I want you to say all the dialogue in Spanish. So it's just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, what if I lied? What if I was like, I can speak Spanish, but I really can't, you know, like people lie on me. You're not lying. Yeah, but you're not. He could probably sense that you're not a liar. He probably yeah. knew you were the real thing. He could sense the difference between an idiot and a poncho. I could back in the day. You know what I mean? Oh, no. And so he, he was like, all right, let's let, let's try this lighting test. Say, the, say your dialogue in Spanish. So. I was just kind of there. All the producers are there, like the lights are on me. And I'm, I'm just trying to interpret all like all his uh, dialogue that he wrote and trying to translate it in my head to Spanish. And I'm kind of having trouble with that because sometimes it doesn't work. You know, you have to change words around. But then I just look at like everybody and everyone's just like nobody knew Spanish. No one knew anything. So I could just say whatever I want and no one was going to know shit anyway. So I just started saying the worst things in Spanish, you know, things like terrible, terrible things. And What's the worst thing you said? I remember you saying it before, but give me an example of like, he didn't know what you were saying, but you knew what you were saying. You're all, that was good, dude. That was good. Super huevo. No, I was like, mira, maricón, yo te quiero matar, tú me debes dinero, puto. Dame, dame tu dinero, concha tu madre. You don't even have to, uh, uh, that's good enough just like that. You don't even have to say what it really means. I, I, got, a, I got some of it right there. Yeah, uh. it's just awful, awful <laughs> shit. And, that, and then after when they were like cut, he was just like, oh, my God. He's like, we're changing all your dialogue to Spanish. You're genius. Like, this is genius. Yeah. And then no. I was like, are you going to put subtitles on it, you know? And he's like, no. Not at all. He's like, it's something about someone that's chasing you and wants to murder you, and you have no idea what the fuck they're saying. I was like, all right, that's pretty creepy. So let's do it. I'm so sick, dude. I love the in these in, in these podcasts we get. I get so much little. Those are the tidbits I get from each individual person that just make my day. That was one of them. Like little things like that will make my whole work day. Just hearing you talk about so a, a work day, a, a day on the job as yeah. an actor because we don't know that kind of stuff we hear from you what yeah. about uh i got when was the first time you remember meeting or seeing poncha tim one of the first times is at that milpita skate park and uh i saw oh. the footage you had already backside flipped that corner <laughs> and i backside kick flipped that steep corner you go hey man how do you do that 
And I'm going, oh, I don't know. I just kind of do that. I see it about two years ago. I actually saw you do that before me. I'm going, that little asshole. <laughs> that little asshole. We always do that to each other anyway. So. No, you know what, though? It might have it might have seemed like I was coming off cocky, and maybe I was. But Not in a, no, it's a, a particular way. flavor and style that you added to the way you did it, which was way better than the way I did it. So Dude, it that, wasn't even, was you did like, not come off. You did not you come man. off like that. It was our introduction. <laughs> to each other. It was you breaking the ice. You going, yeah. hey, man. It was you breaking the ice. In a cool way, it was not you coming off like a like a jerk at all, dude. Not at I was all. Like, hey man, look at me down here. What's up? <laughs> not even. You're all, how do you do that, bro? How do you do that? And I'm thinking, oh, I did something in front of in front of Ponds. Until two years later, I seen you do it so good, dude. And you did it before me, you and Ed or whoever you were there with. But it's like that guy, dude. I knew he's. I kind of knew you were messing with me a little bit, anyway. Yeah. Good shit, dude. I'm glad we're all together here, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of doing the Joey Diaz style shit. I got my dojo. I got my claw. I got my water. I got it's my like room. I like all the boards on your wall. This yeah. is the this is all I got, Poncho. Public storage took everything. So I'm lucky to even have skateboards, a couple fish photos, a couple pictures of my sons, uh, whatever, a couple fishing poles. Less is more, man. I, I all that paint, plastic, and bullshit kind of got in the way, anyways. I. I think the prison guys kind of know it. They get rid of everything. They start their lives over. I kind of don't mind losing all that bullshit. I can go online and find it anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I really like that you're a part of this this podcast, Tim. I have keep... a lot to say, and it's really uh, it's really good to hear your voice, man. Oh, dude, I, I love you. Feel that. that energy that you put out, man. Yeah, the energy well, is undeniable. I, I can't I can't help it. That's just a part of me. I'll always have Eric J messes with me. Like, ah, because I'm a spaz all the time. It's just a part of me. Uh, I get that a lot, Poncho. It's, hey, it's nice to hear your voice every once in a while on Schmitty's pod. It balances out. It you know it help, It makes me feel good that uh, Greg's given me a little bit of an outlet. Uh, I always told Tessie that I had one last thing to do, and it was to come back and tell everyone how much I love them. Greg, let me do it. So I fucking win either way. That's great. We need we need a McKenny and Greg C meetup. Oh my God! You just read my mind. I was just thinking. I'm like, have you guys ever had Greg? Carol on this, you know. No, like, we gotta hey, do you, it though. We got Keith. We got Keith. We got Keith. Keith yeah. Cochran, yeah. Right. What about Don? You know, I, I wouldn't mind Don on there because he was a skateboarder before. He was streets of art. He was uh not speed. Yeah, maybe he was speed freaks, right? What was he? Schmidt speed Don, freak. Don Fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah Don Perry. No, Don, Don Fisher. Perry, what about next week? I'm going live via simulcast from España with Diego the Butcher. Yeah, that's great. What should we ask him about the garage days? Oh, shit, man. Um, I don't know, man. I got one. Hey, why why you fart so much? <laughs> <laughs> right? Remember you used to tell me, Ponce, you know, this guy <laughs> farts all night. I'm going, shit, man. You would, too, if you all eat down that shit, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, it's, it's been a while. Like, I complimented Diego on, like, his video part that he had with, uh, what was the guy's Roberto? name? Roberto. Yeah, Roberto, because I thought it was just so gnarly and so good. And it was kind of still keeping up with today's times, you know. And it was just even like with the music he added, it just it just uh, it, it, it brought back memories to me of skating with them. And I and I complimented. I said something. And sure enough, he like roped right back. And, and it, it was good to kind of just touch base. Catch up. Right. It's been such a fucking long time. 
Dude, long one. Hey, so what are you doing? Tell me a little bit about this thing. You said you're going to try to use some of your old photos and footage for something you're working on. Oh yeah, it's this film challenge um, that uh, it's, it's a friend of mine has. It's it's the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge, yeah. which is a 48 hour film challenge that kind of like uh, a few days before the challenge, they they give you the topic. But being the, with this COVID thing going on. Um, you're not able to like get a big crew. They don't want you to like go and like uh, get yourself sick by getting a big crew or going all out for it. So they just kept it simple with uh with the with the topic being like a documentary. Make a documentary, not necessarily of yourself, but like make a documentary of your dog or whatever. Be creative. Right. Keep it at home. Keep it safe. But I was just like my wife was like because she helps me with these. Um, she was like, we should just make a documentary about you. You know, it's gotta be five minutes or more. Um, we could have like some voiceover stuff. We can have like all your skateboard footage, some of your acting stuff on there, pictures. And I'm like, that's pretty simple and pretty like, you know, uh, pretty unique. And it's like visually stimulating for like someone that doesn't skate, you know, to see someone skating and it's all the people that enter it, like are like have a disability, like I have a handicap. I I never thought of myself as a handicap, but I have a handicap placard and like legally I'm, I'm handicapped. So they allow all these people with disabilities to like enter this film challenge. And if they win, you, you, you get all kinds of cool prizes. You oh. get an interview at N- NBC to pitch a show. You get like a Whoa. video camera. You yeah, get I like there, all dude. kinds of different sponsors that help out. And uh, it's just a, a cool thing. And, positive thing to be a part of and why not be able to tell my story like that and me and my wife have been kind of working on it and editing it Sick, dude. and we're both like really good with the adobe premiere and editing so it's it's been coming out good it's like a a cool way to kind of just stay proactive and just kind of stay positive so. yeah this covid thing's been nuts right yeah and and with all that said i um it's one of those things where they're very very like uh they don't, they don't want you to use stuff that like, like I could use stuff, but I got to make sure that I credit the people and that it's okay with them, you know? So For I had sure. to reach out with like, to like John Mellencamp, cause I did that music video a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I had to reach out to like all like that, the um, photographers, skate photographers. I had to reach out to like videographers and like Rob Zombie and a couple other people that I shot movies with to make sure it was okay to use their stuff. Like, and all of them said, yeah, of course, but you never know. Some people might get offended or some right. people might not be cool with that. So I, that's what I, I was trying to reach out to Tony V because we got a lot of photos together. And he Did you get a hold of him? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the phone number because I was direct messaging him on, on Instagram, but it just he wasn't responding. So I, I don't know. I was like, I got in my head. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I hope he's not upset at me. Or oh, he probably gets so many yeah, DMs. Yeah, but then I figured that. And as soon as I, I texted him, he was like, dude, fuck yeah. How are you, dude? Like, yeah, you can use anything. Super rad. Cool. It was rad. Hell yeah. Well, if you win, dude, me and McKenny are extras or something. Get us in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you, Poncho. Uh, I think this is a very crucial important part of your life and i always knew you find it like i always told you'd see the girl in the purple dress give us a little insight on on your chica how you found her uh how you knew it was her and and just you know what i mean that's a crucial part of our life the is our one girl. the one <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> one the one huh? yeah exactly well i mean 
it's like we all, you know, dated and messed around a lot. And, you know, it was like I just kind of I was on tour doing this during this Christmas show. It's called the Radio City Christmas Spectacular with the Rockettes. And it's like a Christmas show. And it was a three month tour. And so you go into rehearsals and then you're on location and then you're and then you're in this city for a bit, this city for a bit, this city for a bit. And you're, you're putting on these shows and you're traveling around with company management and you're basically kind of almost like become a family and forced to like hang out with each other or get sick of each other. And I would go to the bar like, you know, every night, the local bar in town and few of the other cast members went, just everyone went. And I, I met my wife and she was in company management. She was actually like one of my bosses pretty much. And we just kind of like, you know, hit it off. And it was one of those things where like, I really, really liked her and she really liked me, but we didn't really like do anything for like uh, a long time. Like, you know, like, like a month, like, and it was one of those things where every other girl, like, you know, you fool around with them the first night. You're like, how many other dudes has she done this with, you know? Mm. And my wife held out so long. It was just such a, like a, like a woman, such a female. <laughs> had like, you know, like I was just like, it was, it just made that mystery even more, more satisfying. And just, it, it, it just. There's I, something I, then, special about it. Cause she yeah, it was just something special about it. And then after the first month, you know, that we were kind of, just together for the next two months. And then it was one of those things where she lived in Buffalo, New York, and I lived in LA and the tour was over in January. So in January, Buffalo, New York is just fucking blizzards. It's freezing, like just horrible weather. And she was like, and I had like my acting thing going on. And I was like, listen, we can keep this going, try to make this a long distance thing. But there's no way I'm ever going to move to Buffalo fucking New York, you know? <laughs> so if you want to come out here and be with me, you, you, you can live with me. You can be with, you know, or you can get your own place and we can make it work that way. Or we can try to make a long distance thing work out. And she ended up coming to visit and she ended up falling in love with California, the weather. And we just kind of, you know, everything clicked, everything clicked. And, you know, she, she's just super successful very, very, very smart and just very supportive of what I do and uh, because because the way I approach things, you know, it's not like uh, it, it, it's just it's just something super truthful and like uh, more truthful than any relationship I've ever had. You know, Stoked does she you. help you? Does she help you? Like, I know they have management or does she help you? And she sounds like she's very a uh, business savvy. Does she help you keep your business side in in contact you know in in contact or you know what you know what i mean like he's oh yeah got a no, manager no. don't you uh yeah i got a manager she oh, definitely so lets me handle my own shit but when it comes to like asking her for advice she's brutally honest with me That's she's cool brutally honest she's very about like you know like not taking my side like most women like take their husband's side right away you know yeah she's more about like well, put yourself in the other person's shoes and think about what they're going through before you fucking jump all over them. And, and it's just like, it gives me a different standpoint that I never, that I never had before. It's, you know, it, it makes me feel like, fuck, I was pretty goddamn selfish, you know? And now it's like, I, I'm more like open to like hearing somebody else's side of the story before I jump all over them and make it all about me. 
Yeah, the girls are good for that. That's what my fiance is the same way. Like, it's not just like rah, rah, rah. It's like tough love every once in a while. Like, hey, hold up. Look at it like this. And you're like, you're right. And you got kind of put in check and you're like, but you know, it's for the right reasons. It's not like, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good. Yeah. Do you got a question, Schmitty, for him? Like, just like off the, off whatever, you know, like something random for him like that? Well, I was wondering, I, I don't know if I asked you the first time when we talked, but do you remember meeting Tim for the first time? I don't, yeah, I, don't even trip. That's a hard one, right? It's hard no, no. I mean, I don't, I mean, I remember seeing him at Mel, Milpitas and this thing that he says about me, I don't remember like saying that to him, but like, that's I also smoked time. a fucking ton of weed. Yeah. Like, a lot of weed. And I'm not blaming it on that or anything, but it was a really long time ago. I have a photographic. I, I, re- I, I remember meeting Tim, like officially meeting Tim and like bonding with him and knowing that this was going to be a lifelong friend for me on that thing tour, that U.S. tour that, where how, we had. A how blast. about this? Poncho? I mean, we, Do you we remember? Made, we made Greg Carroll's life hell, but he <laughs> had a blast, too, man. We, we it was so fun. Oh, so it was man. like one of the funnest tours I've ever been on. Like we we skated such rad spots and it, it just we bonded. We were bros. Like was, was that the one to like Vancouver or something? No, no, no. That was a US tour where where that was, uh, that was what's his he's name? got the shower cap on. Oh Foxy yeah, Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Foxy Lady. He's coming to get you. Be on mine. Oh my Kazuma Foxy Lady. Ooh, I'm coming to get your Renee, remember Santa Rosa? He was on our tour with us, and we didn't. And he's playing. Uh, Joel Price? Yeah, we were calling Prince of the Business. Prince of the Business, yeah. We were just. It was a. Fu- it was fun, Schmitty. It was cool as shit. Dude. Oh man. Oh, dude. So what good. about the time Tim made Corey Duffel cry on tour? Poncho, but I don't think was with us on that. I don't think I was on. Uh, what about uh, going to Germany with Duffy with the Jens Schnabel tour? You saw me cry on that tour. <laughs> oh my god, I saw Tim cry. I think I think we all cried. I think we I think we uh, You go to Germany, play, listen to that music for fucking a month, oh and not god, cry. It was like just house music and like really <laughs> shitty house music. Well, it's, like, it's a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> yeah, like it was just awful, awful, and then. Jens, like all he kind of like cared about was like finding like Austrian like, girl, like this Austrian <laughs> girl who was beautiful, by the way. But it was like beautiful, what? beautiful. We're on a skate tour, like what the fuck, man? You're like, you trying, captain. I don't care. I don't care about black flies, bro. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was the first time where like oh. I felt like I felt like so bummed that like all my team managers because. There was a time where, like, when we went to that skateboard contest, remember after, like, and, and like by the end of tour, it, it was a monster, like, Germany skate contest. And it was Jens was there, Keith Cockerell was there, Ears Malone was there, and then uh, Greg It was just Steve. a big, it was just a big pussy mission for them. Yeah, it was going, a big hey, pussy uh, mission. And Schmitty, <laughs> this was, like, this was, like, a huge deal for me. I qualified first. And Did you really? Yeah, the semi and that the, the contest I qualified first. Hey, Poncho, no was that on my run? No one saw my run. Hey, hey, was that like, the one? Hey, fuckers. Hey, Poncho, was that the one where you went up to rally up on the top of the quarter pipe? He's all <laughs> Poncho. Remember, you talked to rally on the top of the quarter pipe before you dropped in and killed it. Yes, yes, Dude, that was so sick. You did kill it. You really did kill that, Poncho. And Thanks. that was a. 
And then, like, yeah. after that, and I just, everybody was just partying. They didn't even no, see you run. No, no, no see, gave a shit. <laughs> no, to see Poncho walk up to Jeff Rowley and Jeff Rowley not only give him the time of day, but look at him like he was an equal. And I'm sitting there just like in amazement. It was so sick for me to see that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it, it was. It felt good too, man. It, it must it, have felt it, so it, good, dude. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Poncho Rally going Poncho, like yeah. whoa, dude. Dude, well, we're gonna we gotta get down um, and uh, hit up Jesse P because oh, a lot's been to- going on with him, and uh, I don't know if you've seen any of the hijinks on the Instagram or whatever, but like. He's a truck driver driving milk. Yeah, he delivers milk, yeah. Yeah, and he was on the news and shit. And he's like, Jesse in the big rig. He's like, we're, we're in the fucking front line. Like, it was like so sick. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I've been seeing him. I know that. Is he skating for Consolidated again, or who's he skating for? No, I think he gets uh, this the weird company weird. called Grease or Bad Grease yeah, or something. Yeah, it's a weird company, weird company. Yeah, but. It's just cool because like him and Nick Friedis are going out like it's like 95 again and he's launching all these over hips like it's the same. Oh, I know, I know. It, it, it's really good to see him still ripping and killing it and just enjoying it, you know. Did you get back surgery partially? Like, is that maybe going to help you to be able to skate again? No, definitely. It, definitely. No. I will never skateboard again. Like, oh. it, 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 that's, that's, <coughs> that, that sucks. But like, it just, it, it, I got back surgery because what was going on with my back, like, um, it was just getting worse and worse and worse, no matter like what I did. Like I tried to do everything. Oh, nice. Schmitty wheels. He's got his own fucking wheels. Poncho. Oh, Those aren't mine. What, what, how about these ones? Though? Okay. <laughs> these are his. Those it says it right there. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, but Schmitty's hooked it up. I get some wheels here and there. That's awesome. Schmitty. When did you come out with your own wheels? Uh, like last year or two years ago, I think. Are you still skating, Shreddy? A little bit, yeah. Like mini ramps and shit? <laughs> yeah, for sure, mini ramps. McKenny's got a good one right by his house on the coast. Nice. You'd like it, Poncho, right on, right at the harbor in Half Moon Bay, dude. Nolly Big Spin for days. <laughs> McKenny, it's McKenny Frost. Like, What's up, yo? <laughs> shout out to Rama, dude. Shout out to Rama. He's the yeah, real shout show. out to Rama. Hey, Tim, have you ever seen Rama's artwork? Dude, he sent it to me of Doug talking just like Doug, driving with Doug in his taxi. It fucking blew my mind to where I'm reading it. I was the same. I was Rama driving with Doug, having to hear that gibberish shit to where he comic <laughs> of it. And it's so good, dude. Who's Rama? Rama is a friend of, our, of mine from Hawaii that came and lived with me and Fuenzalita when we lived on like the, the roof of that fucking house. And, yeah. Uh, then me and Fuenzalita moved out and he just stayed living there for like another five years. It was I never a, met him. I never it met was him. A hole. You had to share the bathroom with everyone in the building. It was disgusting. You oh. would walk by people smoking crack, like blowing crack smoke in your face. Like it, it, it was gross. Like Dude. there was like shit on the floor. Like it, it, it just. Was that an SF? Yeah. <laughs> you lived with the Chilean prince? It was on Michigan. Damn. We were at the top of the world, baby. What is that? Jamie Telch in there? It was cool as fuck. Jamie Telch was probably, uh, I'm not going to say what he was doing. (laughs) (laughs) We all know. (laughs) Dahmer? We all know. (laughs) He was doing Dahmer's? Is that what he was doing? Dahmer's? He still fucking skates, though. He puts out some good footage. I mean, he's still Yeah, Jamie's chilling. Have you been been doing some COVID art? 
Um, not, no, really, I'm go grab not really, not since my surgery. I was doing a little bit of art, but like I kind of uh, stopped after my surgery. Just kind of, uh, I, I, my wife, like I've had two back surgeries before and I kind of started moving around way too fast. And she feels like that's one of the, the reasons that my back didn't heal right. Uh -huh. So with this surgery, she's like making sure I don't, I, 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 I'm like laid out, like not really doing things, but like the PT that I'm supposed to be doing or the OT I'm supposed to be doing, because if not, it's like, um, I, you want to know, like, I, I just got the bill for my surgery, Schmitty. Oh, man. I had like, and the bill for my surgery, luckily I have fucking health insurance. I'm, I'm like a blue shield, but the bill for my fucking back surgery was four hundred and twelve hundred dollars fuck no in oh, bed that, dude. these fuckers are making so much money oh yeah <laughs> yes damn yes all right here i don't know if you we remember got... it might have been before your time Ponchi, but this is a phil oh dude that's awesome a dinosaur one there's phil i remember one. that one it was before my time but yeah this it was, was before i skated for think yeah this was kevin thatcher's favorite board he wrote it for like five i years. think this is the time that um because I remember skating for Think, getting kicked off of Think because I was trying to go behind their back and skate for some shitty company. And they found out and I got kicked off of Think for like two years. And then I got bad on Think. Oh, nice. Amy Caron. That's her first board. She gave it to Tess right before uh, we didn't see, you know, before we left. That's sick, hey, right? Yeah. You guys and me are hanging on my wall in my living room, you know? Oh, man. Forever. For right now. Forever, dude. You know? Tim, um, how's your family doing? Like your dad, your mom. Good, good. I remember living with you guys. Yeah, mom, dad. That's what I was going to tell you. First impression, you don't remember this? And don't <laughs> elaborate it either, but you're on my floor. You wake up in the morning, you go, Tim, I heard you last night. And I go, what? I heard you say, tell me you want me to fuck you. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I'll never tell forget. Tell me you want me to fuck you. Tell me you want me to fuck you i was oh, like Whoa. but that wasn't at your parents house that was at like at the house and 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 right it, yeah no no it was at my parents house you were sleeping on the floor it was early that's why that, <laughs> when was i first impression that's when you first that's when you first came around that's what i mean like fuck you i was i was 21 we were probably uh we weren't even 21 dude we were like 20 or something 19 20 and you were you came to my house for the first time probably that was the first time and then I never left. <laughs> hey, hey, you were my security guard. I'm glad I had you there, dude. A lot of time. I'm glad I had you there. I, I, I would I'd never change a minute with Poncho. I swear. How to many God. fucking meals at Trace Amigos? Oh, we ate a lot there. Like that was like our dude. Spot. So many. That was your spot. That was uh actually La Cumbre was your spot with right? Kurt Ass. I think look, he had a hookup at La Cumbre. Yes. Do you still keep in touch with Curtis, Tim? Yeah. No, but I, I keep in contact with Pharaoh, and Pharaoh goes on fishing trips and shit with all them. So I, I hear all their shit all the time. I pretty much got a, a link to the past, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about Joey Digital? I've been, I, I just keep in contact with him um, through, through, through Instagram. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I'm not on Facebook. I just kind of felt like with Facebook and, and Instagram, I was kind of getting the same like kind of notices and stuff. I'm like, I don't need two fucking notices for yeah. every fucking time. Like it was just driving me nuts. Right. And uh, Instagram just seemed to work as a better platform for me to like sell my art or just kind of put things out there. 
I think with Facebook, it's like all my family's on it. It's just like sometimes you're putting stuff out that you don't want people to see, you know, especially especially them. And I'm just like, fuck, you know, I'm going to have to explain myself again for some fucking shit that someone posted or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. I treat Facebook (laughs) just like just my mom is going to see this. So like that's how I think of it. And then Instagram, I think of it as, my parents are not going to see this. Okay. When's your, when's your big uh, wedding? Dude, the uh, COVID kind of fucked us up, so we're not sure, oh, really. Oh, you, you know? were going to have it, like, already? Well, no, we are going to we were going to do it in April. We were going to have it 4-3-2-1 was going to be the date. Oh, so it would no. be kind of sick. But now we went and looked at places, and they're like, we don't even know if you can have 20 people together or a hundred or like however many, like it's like, it's all up in the air. So we're like, oh, should we just do it at the fucking city hall and then have a party when it's time or I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you guys mind if I throw one in there? Uh, Paunchy, uh, what is your first, what's your first impression of uh, Jake, uh, of, of Jake Nunn? Or, oh, or like, bring him up. And now, Another first impression with Timothy Donald McKenney. My first impression of Jake Nunn, uh, very quiet, lots of skills, and lots of pop. Big snap. Lots of skills. What did they call him? Frog legs, yeah? Yeah, frog legs, none. No, I I miss that guy. I, I don't know. I try to keep in contact. One thing, one cool thing about Jake was like a, a few years back, because when I uh, stopped skating professionally, it was uh, I was kind of on a downward spiral in a sense that I I, uh, I felt that like I mean it was all my fault, but I also felt like skateboarding got super. I don't know if you felt this Tim back in the day, but skateboarding got super super political. And it, and it was like dudes telling me what to do that don't skate and like telling me like jump down this rail or I got to do this. And I, you're like, you don't, you have business shoes. You don't even skate. Like what's up? Like, you know, and, it, and so I got like, when I stopped skating professionally, I got rid of every professional board. I, had, I was super jaded, like all like my collection of boards. And so, and then afterwards I regretted it. Of course, you know, I got married. My wife was like, oh, it would be nice to have some of your boards on the wall. And out of nowhere, like I, be, I, I became friends with Jake on Instagram. He reached out and it, it was like, it was like he read my mind because he was like, hey dude, like I just, I have two of everyone. So I have, uh, I have like two of your boards right now. I have the Ponchoman and then the Lord of the Rings one. And I have a beach, so I was going to keep one for myself. But if you want one, if you don't have any in your collect, if you don't have one in your collection, I can send them to you. And I was like, really? And he sent them to me. And Jake, so Jake's I, so I have cool. those two. Yeah, no, he's so cool and uh, just uh, always very down to earth. And I had a good time with Jake, man. Like we we shared a lot of time together. It was rad. Zach Martin. I didn't really get to know. I always knew Zach was fucking awesome. Like I met him on like that that thing tour that I met Tim on. Yeah, he had a blast. He fucking blasted his he leg. Remember, yeah, Tim? Remember his shin? Like it was, was sticking Chicago? out of his fucking bone. Hey, we were in Chicago, no, on that double. Kink yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did that double kink, and he just fucking dive. He that dude had so much skills, like on street and mini ramp. Like Tranny. after like think dropped him or something he moved back to Texas and I never really spoke to him or kept in touch with him again. 
and uh, until like times when he would come visit Jake for like a week or Elch, you know, or something like that, you know. So, but that dude was always very underrated and had lots, like just tremendous skills. Like you would go skate a mini ramp and it would be like the same as skating the mini ramp with Tim McKenney. Like your mind would just be blown. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to go now. Fuck you that. remember you remember him in uh when he was hanging out with Lance Mountain in Germany and he went backside disastered up that fucking vertical corner wall and he you could see how stoked he was. We're doing feeble grinds on that stupid little uh flat bar thing and doing the step up and he's doing backside disasters up a 14 high oh vertical. Yeah, I do remember that. And remember the look on his face? He's like, yes. And that's yeah. what it was all up. When I saw him go, yes, I go, that's what it's all about. You I know, suck balls and you're ripping right now, dude. That's you know all what I- made me, You know what made me super stoked, Tim, when, I, when we kind of reconnected, uh, like maybe like a year ago or maybe a year and a half ago. Oh. And you were telling me about like, you know, that you're skating again and, and you've been skating with Pails, you've been skating with uh, uh, Eric J and I don't know who else you mentioned, but then you would, you would, you would send me video clips. And I remember seeing some of your video clips, like little videos put together. And I was like, oh my God. And you were like a little boy again, skating. And you did, Dude, that's what it was. Where you did like a backside nose blunt slide across something. And then like, you came Just like going, like, yes, oh my God. Yes, like I was like, oh my god! It brought so much joy to me. It, it brought so much, and you know what? A, a Duffy couldn't do that. Ben Wallace from Sacramento did that for me. Some, <laughs> some twenty-five-year-old millennial with that fire and pop got me going again, dude. Ben oh, Wallace, man. shout out for that, dude. For yeah, sure. Duffy, Duffy. Hey, I think we gotta reconnect this thing because it only has a certain amount of time. Okay. Well. Oh. Let me let me send that, or let's disconnect and then reconnect. What do I do? I see now you guys are scaring me. Dude. What do I? Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, three two one eight Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come, let us make you happy. Kenny's audio. <laughs> Norcos, bro. You got some Norcos, bro? <laughs> when I come in on, what were you talking about? You're still going through a little pain, Poncho? Yeah. Oh, no. He was just asking me if I'm on, like, uh, any pain pills and stuff like that for my, for my, after my surgery. And I was telling him, yeah, I am. What are you doing? Norcos, Vicos, or Motrin? 
Narcos and then uh, Robaxin, which is like a methyl. Well, I don't know what it is. Methyl. But like a f- one's for pain, flex- one's for um, relaxing. So like a flexor or something, like yeah. a muscle relaxing kind yeah. of thing. Hey, what, hey, it's okay. You know the difference between using that when you need it and using it just to fucking jack, you know, to, to fuck around with. We've all been there. We've all had our pain. We've all had that hurdle too. Don't feel alone, dude. I've been there too long. I've been there on the beach sucking down Norco's fishing, wondering what the fuck I was doing. You better believe it, dude. Uh, you know what's funny is when I've had my first back surgery, um, I remember having friends coming over. And um, I would keep my pain meds, you know, like in the in the in the bathroom. And I, I remember like friends like stealing my pain meds and my muscle relaxers, like like just stealing them like fucking fiends. And it's oh, like yeah. I fucking need this assholes. Like, yeah, you know where they got that, right? You know where they got that technique, right? <laughs> fucking New Jack Steal City. It. I don't know. No, stealing their mama's shit back in the day. Where'd you first, where'd you steal your first Norco, dude? I stole my mama's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same, same with your buddies. Damn straight. We've all had our hurdles. We've all had our problems. And to see you were on TV in an interview talking about it, to man up and get the balls, to get up on TV and talk about it. Hey, more power to you. I watched that. You had like, I don't know if it was Euro TV or what, but you were in front of some guy talking about your back pain and how it became a problem, right? Yeah. Am I tripping? Yeah. Well, I watched that, dude, and I, I was proud of you for getting up there like that. Thanks, man. Hell yeah. Tim's watching, so, man. Yeah. I no, have been Tim, watching, is that man. is that your your mask? Your bandana? <laughs> you know what? That's what I said. And as soon as I said this on our one of our pods or whatever, uh, Google throws up. This is the worst possible one. It blows out so much shit. It's like. You know, these freaks listen to everything I say now and judging everything. Wow. And if it is, hey, Google, if so, fuck you, you know? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying my best. At least I got it on at all times, Poncho. And if I need to, I'm like... <laughs> what, what was that thing? Remember what, when we'd I'm be trying. crying? When we'd be crying, going, I tried my best. <laughs> hey, how about this? Hey, here's another one. What was that from? Like I have no idea that the, I tried my best. No, that uh, was like you crying or, on on tour <laughs> or something. Like like on like. <laughs> I must I must have cried a lot, dude. <laughs> I got one. Hey, Poncho, this is me, you, Ryan Wilburn, and Barker Barrett up in the trees at uh at uh oh, Woodward. Woodward. No, please get it out. It's not supposed to go there. Please get it out. It's not supposed to go there. <laughs> Barker, Barker loved it. And he he did that, screamed it all the way to the uh to his room and puked off the balcony. You can hear him just vomiting off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> but did stuff like that so classic. We had so uh, it was nice to be able to go with Poncho and see some random ass shit individually with every pro out there. I mean, we got to see it, dude. It was insane. You know what was fun? Like going on like uh, like trips like that, but also like going like on team trips to <laughs> with Greg Carroll to uh, Visalia Skate Camp. That was also fun. You know, there was all kinds of rules there, but we had a blast, man, just skating. and. I got banned. Damn, can uh, get kicked I got, out of skate oh, camp? I re- I I'm not the that. only one, too. They say, oh, we never kick anyone. Yeah, my ass. You guys kicked me out. Who kicked you this out, is- Medi? Pretty much the first thing I did when I got there, hey, check it out. The first thing I did when I got there was that campfire, right? And they started talking Jesus Christ. Oh, and I go, God. what is this, a Jesus Christ camp? <laughs> and the whole place turned quiet in the fire. I probably looked like Satan oh saying it. Oh, my God, your face. That was yeah. it. 
That was it. I was labeled. Then I'll be honest with you. There was a kid there. I don't know. I think he was actually played me as a camper. He came out. I'm drinking a six pack. He goes, Hey, can I have one? He starts drinking one with me. He goes, this is the best day of my life. So all I know is he went back and narked a dude that I gave him a beer. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Out of there. Uh, McKenny, you can't come back. But I got to sleep in the, uh, in the in the car with with uh, uh, Nicky Diamonds. Oh, Nick. <laughs> wow! Not, he was telling me some fucked up traumatic stories about baseball bats. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? I was like, Jesus. fuck! It. I really didn't even want to hear the shit from Nicky Diamonds' mouth. But I was like, you know what? You know what's crazy about Nicky Diamonds is um, I remember seeing him like I was working. Tim's on mute again. <laughs> Tim, you're on mute. He's on shitty connection. Oh, okay. No audio, Tim. Black cherry. There you go. Okay, I don't mind. I like it. I can work with it now. I saw I saw Nick Diamonds uh, at um an SLS. Can you believe it? SLS. Can you believe it though, huh? Poncho? Can you believe what he became? I know. I had. I mean, fuck, man. It's like you. Can I believe what Poncho became? Yeah, but it's like, dude, you guys fucking made it, bro. Fuck. Thanks, man. Thanks. You know I'm not riding your dick either, Ponzi. You know if anything, I'd be yeah, busting your. You have butt. like a you you have a family. You have kids. That's that's. And you got amazing. a chica, and you got a chica and a career. Whatever, it's all a balance of the scales. I'm proud of you, and you're proud of me. That's all that fucking matters, dude. Hell yeah! And hey, hey, that was another thing. You know, you're talking about yeah, I'm skinny, dude. I went through, dude. I'll be honest with you guys. I went through a little cyber fucking breakup kind of shit. I've been destroyed for like two weeks. I think you're seeing some kind of like cyber crush fucking. Breakup shit like that I've lost. Cyber like, crush, fucking diet. You stopped fuck, eating. Yeah. Like you stopped. Like what's going no, on? No, he got his heart broken by uh, some dude, girl. I don't even want to talk. I don't want to go that deep. It's just like <laughs> I think you're actually seeing a little weight loss from some traumatic shit. I'm stuck in '98. I'm not used to this world. What do you poncho. mean cyber breakup? <laughs> hey, no, I, I tell you to shut the fuck up, and you're gonna keep going. No, we're gonna leave no, it I've there. I've heard that. It was what happened? No, we're just gonna leave it. Dude. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. You're you're, you're, you're taking this out. You're taking this McKinney out. McKenny just Anyways, discovered I'm email. Sure, yeah, or you know what I mean. I just <laughs> exact. I just I just discovered Gmail. Fool. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tim. And you know what? Maybe she just wasn't the one. Hey, I'm sorry <laughs> that dude catfished you with photos off of the. <laughs> no, oh my hey, god. Oh, oh, fool! That's what you got. I can't believe out. Aaron Jones pulled one over you. Oh, no, okay. oh, sucker! <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's leave it at that. Hey, we all make mistakes. If we learn from my mistakes, our our mistakes, and get over that hurdle and 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 become a better person, that's all that matters, dude. I feel like I've become a better person learning from the new world. I'm not used to this world. I came from '98, Poncho. Yeah. You know it. Where the fuck have I been? I am not used to this world. And be careful what you fucking wish for. You might just get it, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, were, we were talking about uh, cancel culture the other day on how, like, you got, did, they got that in, in your world down there, right? Like, if you fuck up, people just want to fucking, like, ruin your whole life. The shitty thing is, and I'll, 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 I'll speak from my perspective, but I've also seen it done to other people. Is like you know you 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 post up your shit on Instagram or Facebook whatever wherever you post post up, and it's you know freedom of speech. Everyone can say whatever they want. Not I'm not gonna say a different level, but like when you're at a status like you're you're an athlete uh, or an actor or, what, or whatever seen. you know, 
you have to be careful with how you respond to people. I mean, Ricky Gervais was, was talking about it, but he doesn't give a fuck, you know, because he doesn't, he just wants to be brutally honest. But if I respond to someone a certain way, because then I go and for whatever they said about me, that was horrible. And then I go to their Instagram and I look at what they look like, who they hang out with, like what, what, whatever. And I say something horrible. And, and, and I respond in a way that's not clever or smart, they can immediately take a screenshot of that and I'm going to be barred. I'm going to be banned from this industry. I will, I will come off like a total asshole and they, no one will even care about my side of the story, you right. know, because it's all about like just shutting me out, you know. And I've seen that happen with other people where they lose sponsors, where they yeah. lose. And it's horrible because it's people that are doing this are like, I feel like they're paid to do it. They're like trolls, you know, that, that, that get paid to do it. Wow. And, and, and it, and it sucks because how are you supposed to defend wow. yourself by not speaking out? Yeah. I thought we're silent. By us we're getting together. To silent, right. By us shutting them down, by us shutting down the Karens, me, you and Schmitty getting a backbone and shutting down those goddamn haters, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, everyone so that's happening with the skating up there. I mean, it's just happening in all kinds of worlds. Like, Everywhere. you know, like fucking people without identity come after you and, and start fucking talking shit and like get, it's like mob mentality, right? Where like people just are like, fuck this guy, blah, blah, blah. He said this, or he did that or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you just affected this guy's whole whole world and like are you perfect can i say something guys i watch can, are you guys hearing me still totally yeah, still chewing tobacco okay. yeah i just put it this is eric jay's i found it at sneeze hey we still skate sneeze lane punch i don't know if you remember this uh the ditch do you i do remember the ditch i watched jamie reyes do it last fuck you got to listen to uh jamie reyes uh podcast did you listen to it poncho i have not was it you with you ready yeah yes and she said sexy bitch and you hear her mind go, oh, my God, somebody's going to try to fuck me for saying what I used to call all my girls. And I'm going, that's the world we're living in where Jamie's got to explain sexy bitch when everyone should already just fucking get it. I've already listened to you do it on this podcast where you went, oh, now I got to explain myself. You did it like 10 minutes in. You had to do it already. It really sucks. That us as who you are, Poncho, you are a fucking actor. You are one of the best pro. You are one of, you are the, 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 I don't, what do you call yourself? A dwarf or a midget? It's dwarf, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Did I learn, I learned that on your last yeah, pod. Yeah, yeah. No. Dwarf. I did. I learned, like I'm saying, I learned this and, kind of and, shit. And you know, even little people nowadays are like, oh no, it's little people. But to me, it's like, I have a quadriplegia, which is a form of dwarfism. So I don't see dwarf being a bad deal, a bad thing. Other people might, but I don't. And dwarf, you are the best dwarf I've ever fucking met. Is what I was going to oh, end thanks, with. Man. And please explain it though, so people know. Dwarfism is dwarfism. Like the dwarfism I have is is a quadriplegia, which is it affects like your your arms, your legs. I have a big head. I have a uh, short arms, short legs. I have a regular sized torso. A midget is like a jockey. Uh, it's just a very petite person, just a oh. very petite person. So, but it, it also, for, for a lot of people, it's always, a midget is always said in a very derogatory way. Like you could say, oh yeah, the person's a midget, you know, and, but 
since it's been said in such a derogatory ways, a, a derogatory way always, little people get really, really offended by it. So they they rather just be considered little people. I I don't I grew up in a world where like you know no one gave a shit. You know it wasn't like that. My my parents weren't little people. You know my every I only I only knew one little person growing up and that was fucking wee man you know i never saw another <laughs> and i never even met wee man really so it wasn't like i i, I you did i watch you guys meet each other it was always kind of weird i know, I know. <laughs> right it was like it was like come on deal. these are the sickest two guys why don't you guys like hug each other and go yeah well, we, we do now like what's funny is like good I, really i feel like skateboarding oh. kind of like every time i had an interview or or he had an interview it was always like the factor one of the main questions was like in every interview i ever got like so who's a better skater you or we man uh who you think you could kick his ass or who who could fight better? <laughs> and it was yeah, always so like we were put in these like fucking corners where we kind of like didn't really know how do we to defend ourselves only kind of by being more of a macho like i'll fuck him up or like i'm way better or whatnot you i didn't know how to kind of just like fuse the situation and so it always kind of made us rivals during like the, the time that I was skateboarding. And so when I moved to Los Angeles, I made it a point to find his number, get his number from someone, call him up. And no, yeah. Call him up. And be, Break friends. the fucking ice. Yeah. Dude. Like, yeah. and become friends. And we were skating a little bit together and, and stuff. But then like my back started fucking up and we weren't really able to do that. And, um, so, um, yeah, so it was just one of those things where it was always such a big deal. Like you even said it like now, you know, where if I would see him or walk up to him, like back in the day, it would be like my friends, his friends, everyone would get all quiet. Like, like you know, like it would be like a weird, really weird thing, you know, and it was and it was just like, fuck, we're just people, man. Like we're just yeah, look different. So how about this, Poncho? I do it with uh, my buddy. Even though I'm not fishing, I'm skating nonstop. That's all I do. I'm eating salad, drinking tea, going skating, thinking, whatever. But if I still hook up with my homie just to watch him fish and just to sit there and smoke a joint, why couldn't you and, and, and we just get to – why couldn't you film him on his phone and whatever, you know? I love how you out. just called them we. And you're, you're like, you called them we like how people – I don't even know. I don't even know him. What's <laughs> a we? Like, the only people that call me Poncho are people like that are like my friends. But I love how you just called them we. Like yeah, I have no like you're boys with them. I'm boys with you for life, dude. I like that. I kind of just throw in we. It's almost like piss, though. Yo, you know, me and we. Like, me and piss. But now we got to go back and edit that because who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me and we. That sounds sick. That might Tim, be Tim's going to come off like a dick. Tim doesn't okay. care though. He's he's in it I, to win it. Hey, dude, I've been so peace, love, and empathy for like two and a half years now. I'm ready to be an asshole, dude. It's time. Uh, oh shit, raw dog McKenny coming out. Of it's the time. That's oh, it's shit. raw dog time. I'm sick of how they. You know, you can only be all I love you, brother, without seeing all this bullshit and get a little pissed. I am kind of pissed. How are we not Dune? And and Chuck said it. I Dune said it best, dude. There is no color in skateboarding. There's no color in skateboarding. That's why. And I can say this to you: We're Spanish. I'm Nicaraguan. You're you're not Chilean. You're fucking what? I'm Chilean. Yeah, exactly. You're Chilean and fucking and 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 and, and Danny was Argent, 
Well, and what was Danny? Danny's Chilean. fucking he's the Chilean. Chilean. He's the Chilean prince. How do you forget the Chilean prince? No, that's what I'm saying. But it does, this is my point. Is it, there's no color in skateboarding to where you can have a weddo like me, even though I'm Nicaraguan. I think I'm German as fuck. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with me, right? There's Spanish. And then we can have an, an African-American. The African-American could put his style in there. You could put your Spanish style. And I could put my wet as fuck style. And now we're all doing the best kickflips by the end of the day. And that's what we all need to do with whatever we're doing. And this world would be a better place. Well, that was one of the really cool things about skating. Like, you know, in the sense of what's going, what's going on now with all the racial stuff is with skating, you never, I never kind of, I never saw it that way. You know, it was just like, if you skated, we were family. It didn't yeah. matter like what color you were or where you come from or, you know, what race you were. It just, we were family no matter what, because that's what brought us together. You know, that's, with skating. me and, and pastors were talking about it. And it's like, as a skateboarder, you are taught to go to other people's homeland and treat them with respect because you want them to take care of you and then you're going to take care of them when they come to your, you know, like if you go to Argentina, yeah. Diego's going to hook you up. And when Diego comes to uh, California, you're going to hook him up. So we always thought of it as that. It's not like, Oh, this fucking Argentinian or this black guy or this Mexican or whatever. It was like, no, we're all in this to for the same shit. And if the world could be more like that, keep Can your eye on skaters, kids. Can I give a first impression of going to Poncho's lifestyle on the island? Because I oh, went there uh -huh. with him. Whoa. And now, another first impression with Timothy Donald McKinney. Okay, first impression of Poncho Moller. We already kind of did it, though, dude. My first impression of Poncho Moller is probably the cover of Big Brother or something like that, where you're all, who the fuck is this kid? I, I just remember I'm almost wearing orange or something. I'm all, who is this kid? Go you're going down some stairs, Poncho? Uh, no, I was doing a front side note front side side across um, the Huff Ledge in New York. I had the cover of Big Brother doing like a front side nose slide across that ledge. It was a really long ledge and a lot of people did many tricks on it. And then also uh, Keith Huffnagel had the cover of Transworld Magazine doing a front side nose slide across that ledge, but they called it the Huff Ledge. Huh. <laughs> Who did it first? I don't know because I, I, I remember that Transworld Magazine being way after the cover of Big Brother. But maybe, but he was from New York, so maybe he did it a long time ago. How about this? No matter what, Huff would give you love and be like, oh, hey, dude, I bet Huff you did. No, he did. Huff was the fucking best. Dude. You know what's crazy I, is his store, the Huff store, is one of the ones that got looted here. No oh, way. that's uh, Yeah, dude, like because it's right across from um, from Supreme, and there's all those stores are like right Fair there. Diamond, Supreme. What was the other kid, the, the, the black kid that's ripping, that's on Diamond? What's his name uh, that got looted? I'm really bummed because I saw him on YouTube protecting it, and then I heard he got looted. Oh, really? I don't guys, know. You talk about it, Schmitty. What's the kid who owns his shop? Oh, he, he's got his own shoe, maybe. What's his name, dude? I don't know. Oh, he, it's the one black kid who him and his family own a shop, in LA, he was protecting and it got fucking looted. Wow. And you're watching him and all his buddies. Dude, I'm going to remember it by the end of this because it broke my heart. He's protecting with all his buds. And then three days later, I heard they got him. 
I don't know who it is, man. I'm, I've been so out of the loop with that. Like, you know, it, it's really cool when you guys talk about it because it brings back memories. Have you seen any skateboarding lately at all? Have you been keeping up on anything? I just seen that dude Mason Silva's part, which was gnarly. SOT, man. I want him. He's the skater of the year, bro. He's got to be, dude. He needs it. He deserves it. I mean, I watch the, the Thrasher website. I'm, I, I, I keep in touch with that, like just watching skate videos because it's like one of the only things that like, Sometimes when you're like kind of feeling it or like just going through a rough time, it's like one of the only things that just kind of gets me psyched, you know, is seeing like people's progression and how good the music, just the styles that are coming up nowadays. But it's just so much different back in our time. It, it just seems like uh, skating was just a little bit more special because we didn't have this social media, which is good. But it was like you had to wait years for people's parts, you know, and 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 you did. Now it's like people are just putting out video parts, and it's just like it's like you don't even care anymore, unless it's special video parts. Like it doesn't last like, at all. Yeah, like like from like people that you like really look up to, like you know, the Paul Rodriguez or Mike Carroll or Mason yeah. Silva, or you know, did you watch this part, Stevie Williams? Did what what? Whose part? Did you watch Mason Silva's new Nike part? Yeah, that dude, that's out. what I was talking about. It was fucking the amazing. Kick flip over the, where the even the thumbnail, the kick flip over the rail and the gap into the shitty bank. Yeah, so good. He's gnarly. When was the last time you talked to Tim O'Connor? Um, fuck, I haven't talked to that guy in like maybe like a couple of years. Um, I know he lives in Jersey. He bought a house there in the same town that like he's always lived in. He's got like two kids happily married you know i know that he flies around the world judging the competitions the contests and stuff but like that's kind of he's like he's like it's it's funny because i knew him as a kid you know and now he's his father and it's one of those things where like now he's like hanging out with dudes that don't skateboard when he's not doing the skateboard stuff but like hanging out with dudes that don't skateboard because he has to hang out with them like for like they're like the fathers of the son that are on the same baseball right. team as his kids, you know, are on the same soccer team or football or whatnot. So it's like he's kind of living that life. And I'm sure he's didn't like it at first, but I, I he's a really good dad, so I'm sure he's kind of <coughs> like learned to enjoy it. Poncho, I was gonna say something. One of the funniest fucking pods I ever heard, and I got turned out by Schmitty on it was Tim O'Connor's pod with you on it, where he's talking about you on the soccer field. What were you doing? Headbutting penis on the soccer field? I'm going, these two together could have a comedy act, dude. You guys are a fucking riot, dude. If you get a chance, you gotta... <clears throat> I think it's dead. I don't know if he's still doing it. I know he ain't, because it's old, but uh, uh, Poncho on Tim O'Connor's podcast, you gotta throw it up, Schmini. That was Yeah, that was good. He did one with Gons, too, that was rad. O'Connor has got that... He's got that fucking. He he's good. Oh my god, dude! He's fucking the best. Yeah, I talked to him actually like a month ago. Every once in a while, we'll fucking cross paths or something. Well, dude, I'm fucking stoked. This was the first, and it shouldn't be a last. It's rad, fucking reconnecting everybody, and uh, maybe we'll just chime in periodically every like four to six months or something and get an update and just roll like that but i'm stoked for you punch and uh definitely don't overdo it on your rehab i know sometimes when you're not able to do shit you go extra hard because you want to get faster 
And I just learned from my mistakes in that area. You got to just be patient and just fucking do it right. And uh, fuck, good luck with the move too. Thanks, man. I appreciate Where it. Where are you moving? You staying in uh, the uh, same area? Uh, yeah, we're living. We're moving a little bit outside of Los Angeles. Um, like it, Burbank? It's a town called, uh, no, Lake Hughes. Oh. It, uh, it's it's kind of towards Santa Clarita, which is like 45 minutes away. But uh, we found a super dope house, like three-bedroom house with a pool, Rad. a beautiful view of the lake. You know, and it's just something where, like, we thought of it as something if we're – uh, it's obviously I don't ever want to consider something my forever home, but when you buy something and you're paying a good chunk of money, it's like you're doing it for a reason. And so I feel like we're going to live there for a good, good, like, you know, 10, 15 years. We wanted, if we were going to live a little bit outside of LA, like an hour, we want to make it worth it. We didn't want to move into something that was like a fixer upper that we're going to be fixing up throughout the years. We wanted yeah. to be, brand new plush and uh so that's what we that's what we got and uh it's a little further but i mean in, when you live in los angeles a lot of your time is just on the freeway driving i mean that's that's commuting that's it i mean totally. that's the main part of living in los angeles which which a lot of people hate i've just gotten used to it you get used to it i want to say something guys uh poncho invest in a boat I could see you just loving your little boat around the lake. I could see it already now. Just like a little swim boat, but even trolling off the back for trout or whatever's in there, you'd fall in love awesome. with it. It's so therapeutic. I could see you. I just saw you doing it. Uh, to end this, I'd like you to think of a, of a song, whether it's a, a, a song that makes you think about family or a song that gets you pumped to get through the day, but uh, also shout outs. I'm going to shout out our chicas right now because without them, what are we, dude? Like, sounds like... Sounds like you got a good one. I know Camisa's uh, a good one, and I know Tessie's a good one. So we're all doing good. I'm without our uh, without our other half. I don't know where we'd fucking be sometimes, man. So I'm stoked for hey, all man. of us right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a good song to uh, take it out of here. Shout outs first, Poncho. Think of the people right now. It doesn't have to be everyone and their fucking mother. Just right now, who's helping you get through the day? Shout out a couple people that mean the world to you and maybe a song based off what you're feeling, bro. Well, someone that's helping me get through the day. Um, I, I like to shout out my wife, Emily. And then, I mean, this was just such a spontaneous interview and just a chat with, I don't even like to think of it as an interview or a podcast. I just like to be, think of like catching up with the homies and it like really- Like a phone call, yeah, bro. That's what I told him. Really, me. really made my day like to do it Hell this yeah. way and to be able to see your guys' faces, <laughs> feel, feel your personalities and all of us just talk about like reminisce about the good old days, you know, and uh, talk. You don't about think I know I look like a fucking gnome, Poncho? <laughs> you don't think I know how what stress took a toll on this motherfucker, dude? You know, well, you like, really hey, hey, that your, that your real hair? Are you putting some dye in that sucker? Oh, this is my real hair. I mean, if oh, you look, there's some it. whiteness in there, yeah, I know, no, but look whiteness. at it, bro. That's fucked. I'm pissed, dude. <laughs> well, are you older than me? How old are you? Forty-three. I'm forty-three too, dude. What I know. Fuck? That's what I mean, dude. Stress will fuck your life up, bro. Like it could be the. It could be, <laughs> hey, I might be more honky. I might be more honky. They say that that uh, well, the maybe uh, it's the, the the Latino thing in me that uh, you know, know it's gonna dude. come up. I don't know. I think it's. I really think I spend a lot of time stressing out. Why a lot of people spend a lot of time not stressing and living out their youth, and I see it in people like Mike Vallely. 
I see it in uh, the Fountain of Youth was skateboarding. The people that did keep it under their wheel. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> well, I man, love you guys. Got a fucking I'm jam back. for us? Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not do it? Uh, something that's inspirational to me. Something that like really helped me here in Los Angeles. Um, let's do a John Mellencamp walk tall. Oh yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well throw the video at the end too to end this fucker. No, no, don't th- th- just throw that in there because. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, and it was him on his motorcycle. <laughs> I love you guys, man. Thanks right. for I doing love, this. It's so fun. Guys. All right. Thank you guys. Anytime, Schmitty. Poncho, if you ever need, I tell it to all my homies, you ever need somebody to talk to, it doesn't matter if it's two o'clock in the middle of the night, you call me and Damn. I'll fucking listen. Yeah, know what if I mean? you ever come up this way, definitely hit us up. I will. I will. No problem, guys. Thank you guys for... All right. for Love you guys. Later, guys. Thank The simple-minded and the uninformed can be easily led astray. And those that cannot connect the dots, hey, look the other way. People believe what they want to believe when it makes no sense at all. And I wish you all along sidelines. And the string to our town Walk tall It's the death of you and me Even though we don't think of it much It's still out there for us to see If you treat your life like a ballroom fight You're dusting in a gym No drunkards allowed in heaven No sinners will get in Walk tall Oh